Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Last week, the group finished up their job, and we sadly said goodbye to Valerie. I want to put out a reminder real quick that we have our six-month anniversary coming up real soon. If you guys want to send in questions, comments, really whatever, go ahead and send it into withoutanetpod at gmail.com or hit up any of the Reddit posts or the Patreon posts. And the episode of Mary Sue Talking with the Ancients is still up on the Patreon if anybody wants to swing by and listen to that. This week, the crew rolls back into Seattle, and as they await their payday, they decide to stop and get a couple of snacks and some food to take home to their houses that they haven't been to in a week or so. And nothing ever goes wrong at a stuffer shack. So after about two days in the car, you guys have gotten back into the outskirts of Seattle. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're pretty happy. I didn't get shot. Or throw out my bag. That's a very skillful run for RC. Mary Sue's great. She did get shot, but she took it like a champ, and it feels pretty good about how she handled things. Buzz seemed like she was in pretty high spirits after the job. You know, sort of adrenaline lasted for a while, but she started brooding again a little bit for the return trip. She's probably still caught up thinking about her run-in with her husband, and uh, that was sort of unresolved for her, so... As the sin that you got married to him on no longer exists, not your husband anymore, so that's a plus. Well, you know, there's there's the technical aspects, and then there's the whole, we're still real people who got married and have kids. So, I think in her head, the sin is not that important to her. And we'll have a nice talk one of these nights about the information that Valerie handed you on a dash about your family and kids there. Boz still has that, doesn't she? Yeah, unless she threw it out the window like Mary Sue and Comlinks. <laughs> I think Boz thought about leaving it. There's a part of her that thinks at this point it's none of her business, but I don't think she could get rid of it. I think she's tucked it away somewhere. One day she'll she'll open it up when she's feeling particularly low. Wonderful. The action is yours. Where are you guys heading? What are you guys doing as you cross back over into Seattle proper? Well, oh, we're already back to Seattle? Yeah. Call it Morgana and be like, hey, we're back to Seattle. Where's our money? Uh, RC. I can call Morgana and, and tell her we're back in town, but I don't think she's going to take a meeting from us until that train hits Seattle and she confirms there's no delivery. Oh, come on. Surely she has another thing that was off. She, you know, she's all paranoid. She probably had us followed. She knows that that package isn't on there. Hell, we uh-huh. wouldn't show up in Seattle called her on the com link if it wasn't. Oh, yeah, because Morgana seems like. One of those people that would just take our word for it. And, or, yeah, she just sends people to just follow us and, and does that. You know, just, RC, it's been a long drive back. How about we just take a couple days, decompress, and get out of this smelly, stinky van, and we'll just meet with her, you know, when she calls us. Fine, but my van is only smelly and stinky because of reasons that are not me, okay? I don't know what the hell you people are eating. I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's a combination. It's your fault, though. It's not RC. It's not my fault. One of you two. This is one of you two people. Why don't you just hang one of those little trees in the mirror? Yeah, that's like, uh, you know, putting a little hat on when, you know, Hiroshima happened. I'm sure it would have helped. That sounds like something your mama would say. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you, you do that to her face, and we'll just, I'll just sit back with popcorn. <gasps> I would love to go meet me. mama. How about we drive over to your house now? That's not what happened. Why don't you drop <laughs> me off? I need to get back. Was that yes. like a tree? I need. Oh my God, RC! Is he a tree? Is that yeah, what he like, said to me. I mean, I presume you live in like, like a forest. 
I can tell you what. Uh, next couple of days, I'll, I'll let you come over. You can see for yourself. Okay. If I get eaten by a cat or something like bear crap or something, I want to hold you very responsible for that. At this right. point, I think there's worse things to worry about out there than a cat. But hey, I'm sure it'll be a good time. Yeah. All right. Off we go. Anyway, um, as we're driving back, we should probably stop and get some more fuel and something to eat for uh yes. carry you guys back to your various locales and you can uh, snack up. Well, yeah, I'd like to get some food from my place. I mean, it's pretty empty. It's been gone for a while, so I'd like to stock up on some food, yeah. I guess that wouldn't hurt. So, okay. So we all park in front of the stuffer shack, cut the engine off on the van, and proceed inside. Mary Sue, I'm, I'm skeptical if they have, you know, I'm not sure what, what you, you know, have, you know, I'm not sure what elves eat, is, if they have, like, you know, healthy grass apple stuff at the gas station. What do you Probably think just elves like fried eat? pizza. I, I would presume some type of, like, grown onions, maybe some type of lettuce. I think kale. I'm not kale a rabbit. I'm, you I'm you eat, like, rabbit. the entire I'm rabbit. I'm a person. I eat, I eat, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to get out of your smelly van. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, come on. You know what? We had a long drive. Nope. Open the door, get out, slam the door, walk into the stuffer shack. <laughs> oh, look at Bob. People just can't take a joke. Just Maybe they the just way can't the world. take bad jokes, RC. Buzz, buzz steps out. So you guys kind of get up out, out of the van. I imagine RC is quickly behind you guys as there's nobody else in the van to hear his, uh, his witticisms. This is correct. Okay. What time of day is it, by the way? Afternoon, one thirty, two o'clock-ish. Okay. It's moderately busy. There's a couple of people you'll see coming in and out. Not exactly on the larger side, but it's a decent sized stuffer shack. You will see an advertisement for a uh, some kind of promotion they're doing, where you know full tank of gas or whatever kind of fuel stuff they use in the sixth world, and you get like a with a combination like soda and as taco that you can get. A couple of people inside. Is there anybody of interest specifically inside? Hint, hint. So inside, you see an overweight human-looking elf with short brown hair, and when the ding of the bell, when Mary Sue walks in, he looks up and his eyes widen, but uh, he doesn't get up. He just watches intently as Mary Sue is walking in. One of the things you guys will notice as you're kind of walking around here is there does seem to be a night-errant cruiser that was sitting out in the parking lot, and there are two officers in there kind of talking with the employees. They have soy calf cups in their hands. They're both human and just kind of hanging around as the cashier manages the transactions. Mary Sue's just walking in and, and just going to start. She'll grab a basket and she'll start walking the aisles and grabbing uh, food. She's one of those people that reads the labels of everything she picks up first before she decides whether or not to buy it. Make sure Gross. it's organic. Yeah. Marcy is going to be going to the glass-plated cook thing where it's just everything is fried brown. You know, pizza sticks, fried chicken. Delicious. Boz kind of wanders... Between the aisles with a certain degree of distaste and disdain for what she's looking at. She still seems like she's kind of off. Probably worth noting that she's she does not have her armor jacket on that she normally wears. They've been in the car for a long time, so she's kind of like de-kitted a little bit for comfort. She does have one of her pistols on her hip, but she's otherwise just sort of plain clothes. Sure. The overweight elf kind of sneaks up to the edge of the aisle that uh, Mary Sue is at. While she's looking at the label, he uh, kind of tips toes in up to Mary Sue and says, 
Mary Sue, is that you? Are are you safe? Mary Sue just kind of looks at puzzled look at Chuck. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I noticed you kind of just disappeared, and I wanted to make sure you were safe, so I've been looking for you. Um, uh, Mary Sue kind of looks around. And she'll kind of pull on him a little bit, pull his arm, and take him further down the aisle to where they're more alone and nobody around. No, no, everything's fine, Chuck. I'm, I'm perfectly so, fine. I. Oh, that, that's great. You, okay. Um, I just, your, your, your P2 profile just kind of started getting erased. So I don't know what was going on. You, been, you looked at my, you looked at the P2 file. How, why, how did you even get in there to look at that? I mean, I just did. Um, why would you get in there to look at that? I mean, you friended me once on there. So, I mean, I kind of just stayed around. Okay. Um, um do I see any of this? Is any, is any of this visible? You could probably hear her talking if you're a couple aisles over or something along those lines. I'm going to saunter over. Sneaky vibe. No, Chuck. No, everything's great. And, you know, she'll keep her hand on his arm and just, no, I'm, I'm perfectly safe. And thank you for, for being so concerned about me. You're such a good friend. Oh, that, thank you. Um, yeah, I just, you were just missing and, you know, I, I called up, um, where, where you interned and they said you didn't work there anymore and you just kind of stopped showing up. So I, I thought maybe you were abducted by something. I don't know. Assuming that Chuck would have done some Googling about the Paradynamics place, you would have known that it has been bought out by Evo. Like it is now an Evo subsidiary due to the lawsuit that happened with the recent events that went down there. Okay. Is he the kind that would have dug deep into it or is he the kind that just would have like, Watch the actual news. Uh, probably for that, more news. Most of his information would have come from his friend in Horizon who works on the P2 stuff. So that's where he got most of his information about that. Okay. Into Boz and like point at the shit. Boz glances over and sees RC kind of like motioning to the next aisle. Mary Sue would see over Chuck's shoulder. Boz backing up and sort of leaning back and making eye contact with Mary Sue and raising her eyebrows. You got this? Mary Sue would give a smile and just a subtle nod to Boss, like, everything's fine. Got it. Boss shrugs and just sort of, like, looks at RC, and she kind of hovers in the next aisle, keeping an ear out, more or less, while she continues to sort of shop. That's the high side I'm going in. I'm going to roll around the back here. Mary Sue, who is this guy? Uh, (laughs) Chuck, I'd like you to meet my friend, RC. RC, oh, this, huh? is, this is Chuck. Chuck Chuck used to, uh, he tutored me for a comp sci class of like, about a year ago. Uh, I was having some trouble. I'm sure it's difficult for you to imagine me having trouble in a course. But he was he was a fantastic tutor, and he helped me. So you're Chuck? Out. Yeah, I'm, I'm Chuck. Mm. Pleasure to you. meet you. Yeah, pleasure to meet you, man. I, I, I guess you are what you eat. Maybe try the lean. Anyway, oh, we got to go. RC! Oh, my God! I apologize, oh, Chuck. He is awful. He has just uh, no manners. He's terrible. Uh, Incredibly terrible. I apologize. Yeah, Chuck just has like a dumbfound look on his face. Say, uh, <laughs> let's give another quick physical description real quick, just so it's fresh in the minds. Richard? I'm in a solid white suit with white boots, a chrome CAS belt buckle, you know, with colored, and I have like the, the white 
Super has like the chrome arrow things on the shoulders and have a white cowboy hat on. It's pretty baller. You should be pretty impressed by this. <laughs> you think this is a man of wealth and taste? Chuck sends a DNI text message to Mary Sue of, uh, are, are you in the like cowboy mafia getting in trouble or something? This comes yeah. across and Mary Sue just starts laughing. Just, oh my. RC, will you excuse, uh, Chuck and I? I promise I will be quick, but while you're waiting here and she'll hand her basket of food, why don't you go on up and pay and I'll meet you out at the van. I'll look back and forth. Okay. It's like slide leeringly towards the front desk. Thank you. And she'll put her arm through uh, Chuck's arm and she'll start walking him through aisles talking to him. So, Chuck, I, I did leave that company I was interning for. You know, it just wasn't working out there. And um, I, I've met uh, met some other employees at Paradynamics. Um, RC being one of them and a couple others and we decided to uh make a startup and oh. go into business for ourselves. I see. Okay. And uh, what 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 does your business do then? Mm, consulting mainly. Solving problems. Oh, like business problems of, you know, balancing books and stuff? Sometimes. Sometimes the problems are just with other people or Maybe getting hands-on equipment or just helping to reach negotiations and things like that. Oh, oh, okay. That's... It's very interesting. Very hush-hush. You can't really talk about a lot of it. Oh, okay. So, like, um, uh, client page, client confidentiality stuff. Yeah, yes, okay. exactly. You are always so smart. You're so quick. While you guys are walking around the stuffer shack, what is Boss and Richard doing? I think she's, like, keeping one aisle away. Like, she's picking stuff up, but if anyone's paying attention, she's just kind of, like, shadowing. I'm going to be buying several fried things that are all in stick form. They all look the same. They actually contain a different type of filling. Delicious. Boss, looking a little on the shifty side, as you're eyeballing these two, you're going to notice that the cops kind of like, huh, what's going on over there? And they're not going to pay attention to the two L. One of them's going to kind of more pay attention to you and your slight stalking actions. Hmm. Yeah. She's dressed pretty nicely. So she doesn't look like she's super out of place, but she is an orc. So that's fair. <laughs> I don't think she notices. I think she's so focused on, like, she's not doing anything illegal for once in, like, the past, like, three weeks. She's actually being a law-abiding citizen. And it just doesn't even occur to her to, to think about the cops right now. Sure. Richard. Hey. What's your outside surveillance look like as you're just chilling in a stuffer shack? No, because I'm shitty at this. All right. So if I could get you guys to roll just quick auditory-based perception tests. Let's see. Uh, see what you guys figure out. So over top of the Stuffer Shack, terrible top 40 looped music, Chuck and Mary Sue are going to hear the sound of a, like that ice cream truck sound coming into the parking lot. Okay. Continue. So Mary Sue's going to start leading Chuck toward the front because she needs to get out uh, with Boss and RC, but she'll still be polite and she'll say, you know, so Chuck, what, what have you been up to? What's, what's going on with you? 
Uh, well, I've been working on my, my master's thesis a lot lately is what I've been spending most of my time on. Um, and, um, I've been tutoring and TAing and, um, I've spent a little bit of time looking for you. Um, so that's about it. Yeah. Working on your master's and, and spending time looking for me. Well, that's, that's not everything. I mean, I, I watched some, some, some tritio and stuff that, yeah, I've spent oh. a little bit of time hunting for you because, I mean, not everyone disappears. Well, Search is over. As you can see, you found me. I'm perfectly fine. And she'll kind of point down to her, herself, her body and go, see? All in one piece. Perfect. Oh, okay. Chuck, you will notice with your four successes on hits that she might have a little bit of a funk on her. What? <laughs> you, you spent two days in a car. <gasps> Tra- travel his stinky van. It's not me. It's his elves, van. Elves never stink. Come on now. Elves just naturally smell lemon fresh. <laughs> and maybe that's what it is. Maybe he doesn't smell that lemon freshness on you. <sighs> I smell like a human. Damn it. Or an orc. Either or. No. Thinking back on it, it was on a little bit on Richard, too. All right. Well, I mean, I guess I, if if you need help with, with anything, I guess I'll just... Uh, and he sends you the, his calm code. Nope. Thank you. Uh, if, if, I, if I need to, um, I will definitely get a hold of you, but... You know what? In the meantime, I, I'm sure you and I, we need to get together and catch up. I need to hear all about your master's thesis. I will definitely, um, we'll, we'll have to get together, do lunch, uh, in, in yeah, the next well, couple of Yeah, lunch. Of weeks. And you, you know that the, huh? the new Revengers movie, movie is coming out on Friday. Um, yeah. I, I didn't know that, but maybe. At this point, Boz is kind of caught up with the two of them and She's overheard this poor part, and she just says she's busy that day. Uh, oh. Do you want to remind Chuck what Boz looks like? Boz is a quite tall, passing six feet tall, kind of rough, kind of like just beyond middle-aged orc woman. She's dressed pretty nicely. Well, I don't want to say for an orc. That just sounds racist. Too late. Um, she's got kind of like an almost business kind of look to her. She's got like a dress shirt on. It's very neatly kept and her hair is pulled back into braids into a ponytail and uh, she's wearing slacks and stuff. The only really notable thing about her is the fact that she's got this very large revolver strapped to her hip and she's looking at Chuck with a certain amount of just like casual disdain. She just doesn't look like she's appreciating his presence right now. And she flashes Mary Sue a look as well. Just sort of like can we speed this along sort of thing? Uh, Chuck, this is uh, one of my associates. I was telling you about this as boss. Oh, are we using names now? Is that what's happening? Yes, we are. Oh, you're, 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 you're her boss. Okay. That's, that's cool. Yes. My boss. Yes. Oh. She, she has to come into work that day. Don't you marry Sue? I do. I do. I have to go into work that day, Chuck. I'm so sorry I can't make it to the new Revengers movie. I mean, all day there's like eight showings. Well, boss is a taskmaster. You know, orcs. And she'll shoot boss a look. Uh, oh, okay. Boss narrows her eyes a little at that. And she says, I think it's time to go. On that dramatic timing, you guys will hear the artificial bing-bong of the door opening, and you will hear some of that ice cream truck music come in from outside. And 
two questions. One, Mary Sue, are you wearing the like ancient paraphernalia bandana? Yes. Where are you wearing it? I am. It's on the wrist like I usually wear it. Cause, okay. Yeah, it's awful to wear on your head. That's fine. And then you will see a couple of people dressed like clowns come in. Not full-on crazy rodeo clowns wearing like biker jackets and some face paint that is probably like half worn off and crazy colored and styled hair and laughing and hooting and hollering. You guys can roll whatever you want to feel like you might identify these guys. So Richard, with two successes on your roll there, you may not know exactly who these people are, but they are almost assuredly a gang of some kind and up to no good. Because no gang is ever up to any good. Well, I don't know much about gangs, fair enough. Are they wearing, what, what color are they wearing, and is it green? It is not green. These people are not all elves. There's more or less a, a mix of things. Well, it feels like the kind of thing that I and other god-fearing humans should be afraid of. Concerns. So let, me, let me get this straight. Some people came in wearing clown outfits and, like, leather jackets, hooping and hollering. And R.C. rolled some dice and found out that he should be concerned about this. I didn't because have to roll dice for that. That's because I have a sense of style, hence my badass <laughs> cowboy boots and badass hat, and I know that from their style, they're trying to communicate some nasty shit. If you had style, you would have, you would have known that. If they had just walked in as clown people acting very polite, I would still be concerned. I would... Okay. Says the hobo with a revolver. I th- I'm a hobo? I do not. I'm wearing a, a dress shirt and slacks. You jerk. <laughs> you just said that because I'm an orc. Remember, I corporate. I, I dressed her all corp. Made her look good. I got, like, no successes on this, but I think Boz is still like, okay, this isn't great. This is probably not a good thing. She, like, kind of backs behind one of the racks on the way out just to get out of their way. Like, she doesn't want to be standing in front of them when they come to the door. Sure. I'm going to tell, like, through D&I that we have some suspicious asshats entering, and this looks scary as hell. Boz does not check her comm link. All, all my alarms are going off. Mary Sue would get that message, and she would probably stop Chuck and would probably avoid the area now. Does Chuck do anything when he sees these folks? He looks at them funnily, but uh, he's not much into gang knowledge, so he probably doesn't know that they're gangs. They're just... Circus freaks coming into town. They're just cosplayers, guys. God. Can I roll perception and just sort of get a sense of how, like, strapped these guys are? Absolutely. Four successes. All right. You're going to notice that they're kind of wearing, like, armor jackets. So it's not exactly heavy-duty security armor, that kind of thing. You will see that they have up to SMGs, like, almost one a person. You will see some very curious canister-type things, soda pop size, but they don't have any kind of labeling or product placement on them. The two things that are going to stick out the most is towards the back of the group of people. There's going to be a guy who takes his hood and he kind of pulls it back. He's going to be very pale and wearing like a 16th century wig on under there. And there is a guy that's about dwarf size who looks like he has some very prominent canine features. Like he's got big chompy fangs, fur, pointy ears, and some pretty big, beefy cyber arms. Like, super obvious cyber arms. What would you like to know specifically about this group of people? <laughs> that's, that's a lot of specifics. Um, so you said that they have up to SMGs. Like, how, what am I seeing exactly? Are they carrying them openly, or like, is it just like 
they have their jacket and it's bulging in such a way that I would They're not brandishing them, and they're not really carrying them like you are. Their jackets are zipped up halfway, and you can kind of see a a thing like on their hip where it's either like a really big cell phone that they're carrying or a gun of some kind that could fit up to like an, a small SMG sized. I think at this point, Boz is going to start trying to regroup with RC. She like picks her way back to the aisles towards where RC was. Sure. Is there anything else you want to know about them with your hits? Because I do owe you some more information. Do any of them look like the leader of the group? I'm guessing it's probably the wig guy, but... The wig guy walks with, like, an air of confidence. His shoulders are extra straight and standy-uppy. The way he enters at the end of the group and is gazing around the room where everybody else has started wander off into the, the stuffer shack, you will see them there just kind of blatantly picking stuff up, opening bags of chips and stuff, and kind of eating them. No regard for public decency. Gotcha. Buzz finds her way back to RC, I guess, without any issue. If she um, wants. She sort of like sidles up beside, kind of looking over the aisle, and she says to him, uh, these guys are strapped, like heavily strapped. We, we don't want to be in here right now. I don't even got my armor on. Can I remotely pop the back doors with my van? Is that a thing that will be available? Absolutely. Hallelujah. We're going to call it Mr. Van. And uh, pop the back doors and boot up some little spider crowns. Just, just get him woke up. Just, uh, yeah. Sure. It'll take him a couple of seconds to wake up and get moving and, you know, get out from underneath Boz's armor that she th- discarded to the side in the van. Anybody um, else doing anything or have further questions? Well, I mean, if they're not letting Mary Sue know that they're strapped, then I think Mary Sue's just avoiding the front doors where they came in, and I if she can keep Chuck with her, she will. Is RC DNIing all this information back to Mary Sue? Probably not, Mary Sue. Boss telling me these guys are strapped and they look like a bunch of assholes. So, heads up. Okay. Yeah, Mary Sue will try to find a good hidey hole spot in the aisles away from that door. And if she can keep Chuck with her, she'll keep Chuck with her and she will draw her weapon. Are they through the door at this point? Like, are they like kind of... Yeah, for the most part, they are through the door. The... The dog person and the guy with the wig are kind of lingering more back by the door because they came in last. Boz wants to go get her kit. If something's going to go down, she wants to go be prepared for it. If she sees an opening, she is going to just sort of casually leave and go to the van if she can. Sure. Do you want to roll me some kind of stealth roll? Heck yeah, I can do that. And Chuck, Mary Sue just kind of drug you to the side and pulled out a gun. At first, he was a little excited that uh, she wanted to spend a little more time with him. But um, when she pulled out the gun, he's a bit of a look of confusion on him. And uh, uh, it, that that's... Um, wait, what are you doing with that? Um, I mean, it looks nice and all. And looking uh, between the gun and, were... and, and Chuck. Um, well, so my associates have told me that some people have entered the, the store. And... They just look like they might be trouble, and, you know, Daddy always said to make sure you you have protection. And so, that's all this is. Just mm-hmm. ensuring we're safe. Oh. oh okay, so there, there's trouble here? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the, 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 the clown guys that walked in? Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. Huh. Okay. I mean, I, I was worried that you were in trouble, so I've been, I've been wearing, and you like, lifts up his shirt a little bit, and you see, like, chain mail underneath. 
I, I made this, um, and you know, I've been wearing it in case, you know. So like, if you need to hide behind me, that's perfectly safe. That I'm, I mean, it should stop at least one bullet. So with four successes on your snake roll, you can go around these guys a little bit out into the car where you see that the back doors are open and that uh, Smokey and Bandit are. Uh, looks like they're getting ready to do something. Do you have them still sitting in the car, RC, or do you do you move them out? I think armed drones walking down the street might attract attention. You know, I'm not I'm not a hunter still in the shadow running stuff, but that might be weird. Maybe. You know you would act weird. Can I ask for sort of a description? Is the front all like big open windows or is it like The front is all big open windows. It's leads right out into a parking lot with whatever they use for refueling for six world cars. Kind of paying attention to out there, you will see that there is an ice cream truck out there parked next to it. A couple of motorcycles. It is parked illegally. They're just kind of like hanging out in the middle of the place where people would drive. Is there anyone else out there, or are they are they all inside? You will see somebody pull up. You can visibly see them, like see the the ice cream truck, and then you'll see them reverse their car back out of here and drive away. Okay. I really wanted to know if there was like more gangers out here. Mostly. No, you do not see any more gang type folks out here. I suppose it's possible there could be more in the back of the ice cream truck, but I don't know. More clowns so inside of the you, car? Never. Buzz tells RC what she's doing. She's like, look, I don't know how this is going to go down, so I'm just going to go make sure that I'm ready for it. I'll be out in the van. If anything goes down, let me know. And she does. She She's just like super casual about it. Puts her hands in her pockets and just sort of waits for a moment when everyone's kind of like looking away and just strolls out. She just brings her bag of goodies out. And heads to the van and uh, glances over at the window. She can see everyone through the window. She just, like, climbs into the back of the van and starts to pull her jacket on. Hanging out with Smokey and Bandit, my little happy drones. One of the last things you'll see as you're leaving is that one of the police officers is walking over towards these guys. As if to confront them of some way. Like, yo, you know, fucking pay attention, be be civil. Because they are just making a mess inside this stuffer shack. You guys inside, you will hear a small conversation with the police officer, with his other friend. Of You might want to make a call. And then he goes up to confront these guys. And that's where things get a little crazy. He's like, you know, you guys have to pay for these things. Don't throw your stuff on the ground that's littering. And the little dog person is, we're going to take a five-finger discount. And he's going to puff some blades out of his fingertips, and he's going to swipe at this police officer. Mary Sue, realizing that there's night air on scene, and that things are starting to get a little ugly, and seeing that Chuck has nothing but chainmail that he made, she's going to kind of like try to hide the gun. She's not going to put it away or holster it, or she's just going to hide the gun. She's going to look at Chuck and say, okay, we're going to just, we're going to walk out of here. We're just going to walk out of here, pretend like we're just... A couple leaving the store, okay? That, that's a good idea. I have my sword in my car. I, I keep it in the trunk. Okay. We're just going to walk out of here, and we're not going to need your sword. We're just, we're just going to leave, okay? I, I've, been, I've been training for, for a while now. I mean, I, I should be able to help. I mean... No, no, no. Night errands here. They got this. We're going to okay. leave. We're going to laugh about this. And I'll talk to boss about getting Friday night off, okay? If we just walk out of here. Yeah, that that sounds like a good idea. Let's, let's okay. go. Okay. All right. Can I get you guys to roll reaction plus intuition plus three real quick? Poor Richard failing his surprise test. Mary Sue and Chuck are going to begin to exit the building 
and kind of go by these gangers. Richard, you're going to see, and this is probably what's surprising you, the little dwarf dog person pops out these claws on his hand and then just leaps up and just rakes this dude's throat. Oh shit, it's time to go. The cop is going to make a... And he's going to fall to the ground. You guys will hear the other cop yell as he is uh, taken by surprise at the brutality that has just been unleashed in front of him. And if you guys want to roll initiative... Three days earlier, evening time. Seattle's more high class. This would be a high to low luxury lifestyle kind of area. We see a familiar face pull up in a very nice town car. A door is opened by a professional driver. And out steps a familiar elven woman to the rest of us. Morgana begins to stride into the building. The doorman pulls open a door, nods to her very respectfully, and she doesn't acknowledge his presence. She goes in, walks through the lobby, and as we see her mount the elevator, the camera transitions to a penthouse suite that she seems to be living in. Comes in, drops her things, and heads to the bathroom. The sounds of a shower start to percolate through our vision here. It gets turned off, and the silhouette of her coming out and drying off is brought by the light in the bathroom into the living room. She starts to walk into the living room, drops the towel, doesn't bother to turn on any lights. But what we see from our camera angle is the shadowy outline of her figure begins to grow. At first, it may be mistaken for a trick of the light and the shadows, but as she continues to walk towards the camera, we see that she's actually growing in size. And then from behind her, we see what looks like a tail is starting to flow and grow out backwards from her as her features and form begin to change a little bit. She turns and sits down in a chair, still in the dark, and we see, with our limited light from the bathroom lights that come through, a slender feminine hand reach and pick up a book. Now the book and the hand have some very interesting qualities here. The book matches the same kind of skin tone as the hand, and it wouldn't take a far guess without the rest of the hints that this might actually be a book that is made of human flesh. As the camera lingers on it, we see that it actually has some blemishes, liver spots, birthmark as part of the cover, and little tufts of hair every here and there that may be poking out of it. And as the camera lingers on the hand, we see a coat of scales begin to come up from the arm, the wrist, and then slowly overtaking the hand as the now claws close on the book and pick it up. As it flicks open to the page, that has a raven's feather inserted into it as though it were a bookmark. She begins to read. So I guess I'll run around and drop everybody off at their various locales. So I guess I'll run around and drop everybody off at their various locales. I think probably Buzz like left her because she lives kind of outside the city, kind of far. Um, so she <laughs> probably right. left her bike. 
She left her bike uh, at, I think, Scarper's, so she's gets dropped off there. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, before you drop everyone off, <laughs> do we need to engage the edit button? <laughs> yeah. You had this opportune moment of talking about dropping everybody off, and I was updating Hero Lab at the time. I was like, God, assholes. No, I, I was about to. I was double-checking. Edit button. RC. Edit button. A couple aisles over or something along those lines. I'm going to saunter over. Sneaky vibe. No, Chuck. Wrap it up. Do like the finger thing. Wrap, wrap it up. I would be super curious why Mary Sue is hanging out with this like plush cowboy boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I really <laughs> almost put a beer on my screen. <laughs> For real though. So, do you have the hat on or no? Uh, no, I don't have a hat. No, no, no. RC does RC have the hat on? Oh, that yeah, I don't cowboy think Chuck boy knows what. Uh, yes, what yes. RC what I like. like. Yeah. yeah, let's uh, let's give another quick physical description real quick, just so it's fresh in the minds. Are are you in the like cowboy mafia getting in trouble or something? This comes yeah. across, and Mary Sue just starts laughing. Just oh my. Hey, I might be. I might. I no, might be in all the mafias. It's a DNI. It's a DNI. No, you don't hear button. it. Edit button. Edit, button. Edit it out. God damn it! Um, buttons. RC, will you excuse uh, Chuck and I? All right. So if I could get you guys to roll just quick auditory based perception tests, Let's see, uh, see what you guys figure out. Oh, this is the part where I always look at my character sheet trying to find perception and realize I don't have it. Fuck! It's intuition, isn't it? Yep. I just gave you a giant pile of karma, so you should probably buy some perception. (laughs) Well, I think you skipped it because you don't use perception with your drones, right? Yeah. Can't imagine how that would come back to haunt him in this situation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, (laughs) with your three times as many dice, you got two hits. Yeah, well, I'm pretty good at rolling crappy dice, so. I'm good at rolling things. Uh, Chuck, you can go ahead and roll two. Let's see. What do your elf ears hear, Mary Sue? Apparently every guy that thing. Everything. Yeah. Thinking back on it, it was on, a little bit on Richard, too. All right. Well, I mean, I guess... If, if you wanted you, to do anything you, with it. I wasn't going to, no. Okay. Um, I'd like to draw um, attention to your smell, he's, please. He's a gentleman. <laughs> At least somebody uh, is. You guys can roll whatever you want to feel like All you right. might identify these guys. Uh, the default is going to be, like, intelligence. Uh, it'd probably be more intuition. There's like a streetwise or Seattle life okay. or sprawl life or something along those lines. So area knowledge Seattle would work? It would. It's not Halloween. It is not Halloween time, no. Was it intuition or logic? Mm-hmm. What, are we doing? what are we going with? If you have anything to identify a potential group of gang people. I have knowledge humanus. What kind of a gang? <laughs> so no? Okie dokie. No. Uh, you could do logic minus one if you really wanted to, or intuition minus one, uh, Richard. <laughs> Jeez. You're rocking those three rolls. There we go, man. <laughs> Remember, I corporate, I, I dressed her all corp, made her look good. Oh, that's no, right. Boz, Boz always looked dressed nice. That was her thing. She, she, even at the very beginning, she dressed immaculately. That was her thing. You're, just, you're just an kind austere, of arctic, survivalist badass who hates modern society, but has like, you know, subscribes to female fashion advice or something. No, <laughs> right, she, she, she wore, she wore like an old fashioned suit. That was how she rolled. Like she's, she's kind of like classy, you know, wild west. You know, 
Wild West kind of deal. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, well, fair enough. In that case, I just didn't recognize it, and it's, we will attribute this to Arcee's ignorance. The infinite void upon which all things sink. Lifts up his shirt a little bit, and you see, like, chainmail underneath. Um, <laughs> I, I, I made this, um, and, you know, I've been wearing it in case, you know. So, like, if you need to hide behind me, that's perfectly safe. That I'm, I mean, it should stop at least one bullet. I love this guy. That's so good. Yeah, I'm just, this is just excellent. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever.